I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Increasing clouds tonight, a low of 35. A Cook County judge granted a request today from Donald Trump to allow him to remain on Illinois' primary ballot until a higher state or federal court decides his eligibility to run for president. Judge Tracy Porter ruled Wednesday Trump's involvement in January 6th makes him constitutionally ineligible for the presidency, but she put that order on hold pending an appeal by Trump. That notice of appeal happened earlier today, and now she has extended her original stay until the appeal plays out. In response to the judge's ruling regarding former President Trump's exclusion from the primary ballot, Republican Illinois congressional candidate Darren Bailey has organized what is being called a Stand with President Trump rally tour throughout the southern half of Illinois. The tour will start at 9 a.m. Saturday at the Woods Event Center in Robinson. The next stop is scheduled for 11 a.m. at the Bailey for Congress headquarters in Effingham. Then it's off to the Iron Saddle Ranch in Salem at 1.30 p.m. And finally, a stop at the Marion Center Mall parking lot in Marion at 3.30 p.m. Bailey is challenging incumbent 12th District Congressman Mike Bost in the March primary. Trump has endorsed Bost in the race. The Metropolis Public Library is now searching for a new director after its board of trustees voted to fire its leader Wednesday. According to the Metropolis Planet, the Southern Illinois Library Board approved last week putting former director Rosemary Baxter on a performance improvement plan for violating library policy, including failing to separate personal convictions from the role. This follows some community members expressing concerns that the library's leadership was potentially censoring its collection and not meeting the diverse needs of its patrons. Ashley Stewart, a campaign strategist for the nonprofit group Every Library, says it's important to make sure libraries serve the diverse needs and experiences of their communities. As public servants, what one person does in their personal time is completely their right. And But then when you're on library time and you're a public employee paid for with public dollars, we have to make sure that it's equal for everybody. The Metropolis Library Board of Trustees will meet again Monday to discuss the next steps in hiring a new director. Illinois courts have freed more wrongfully imprisoned people than any state in the nation. But when it comes to compensating them for time served, the state lags far behind its peers. Capital News Illinois reports a bill in the Senate would revamp the state's pay scale to offer individuals $50,000 for every year they were wrongfully behind bars. Currently, the maximum payout is $200,000 per individual, and it doesn't increase after a person has served 14 years. That means someone who served 15 years is eligible for the same compensation as someone who served 50 years. Researchers found Illinois' average annual payout to exonerees is the second lowest of all states that have paid such a claim. Over 90% of exonerees in Illinois are black or Latino, compared to the nationwide rate of 65%. Online conferencing was a lifeline for school lessons and business meetings during the pandemic, but there is concern about the impact of virtual court hearings on Illinois' juvenile offenders. The Justice for Children policy brief says minors reported feeling frustrated and anxious during their hearings because they couldn't understand court procedures. They also said there was a lack of privacy when speaking with their attorneys. 
Child rights lawyer Angie Vigil opposes digital proceedings for any substantive hearings for children. Judges are people, and decision makers are people. And when you're in the presence of other people, you make a humanity-based decision. And when you're looking at a screen, you might not make as much of a humanity-based decision. In 2022, the Illinois House of Representatives passed a resolution urging the Illinois Supreme Court to require courts to responsibly transition juvenile delinquency proceedings back to in-person hearings, with priority given to those hearings where the interests of liberty are at stake. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.